Good stuff. All right. Let's see if S dot's going to join. Um, and if not, then we can go over um, what I wanted. I want to talk about um, yesterday's um, debates and what you guys thought. And then I want to see if I can crazy. chop this up, huh? That shit was crazy. I know, yo. I'm trying to tell you. Did you see that Easter Elizabeth shit I Warren, dude. Uh -huh. the Elizabeth Warren Easter shit. Yeah, that shit you posted. Yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I want to. So what I want to do is chop that up, um, like be able to somehow like download that to like get the audio so that I can play it like within this. So like, you know, I will once if S not joins, then we'll um, I'll tell this too. I'll, I'll say it again. But so what I'll say is you know, um, kind of allude to it where, oh, you know, Elizabeth Warren said this, and we'll pause, I'll pause for like a second or two, and then, okay. you know, just start again, um, like basically where, where it left off, because I think it's fresh in everybody's mind right now, where, um, yeah. where I think that we know exactly what, what what's what, so, um, and I did, I took my notes, so I have my questions I want to ask you guys. Um, All right. All right, so let's see. Let me double check. Um, I don't know if SS can join. He may be busy. It's all right. This if problem, he jumps why on you, Why don't you give him a call real quick? Well, texting is not always the most efficient way. Okay, let me... Oh, yeah, yeah that's true. Let me give him a call. Yeah, let me call him. Give me one sec. No, he's busy. He didn't pick up. Okay. No, this is good. So I can get your reaction and see and record this, and then we'll go from there. All right. So, all right. So yesterday's. All right. So I'll actually, I'll, I'll start. I'll just start from the beginning. All right, y'all. This is reasonably woke. Uh, this is a. Uh, impromptu um, audio uh, conversation that Great. I wanted to have, you know, and I had to hit up the bros. So he actually right now just got Pharaoh on the line and uh, we need to talk light, about it. Yes, Amen. By the light, brother, how was your day today? I had a pretty good day, but I can't complain. Uh, I really recommend your job. Um, the weather was cold, though. I'm not going to lie. Like, it was so cold. Oh, it was. Like, it was. Uber home. It was too cold. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm not, I'm not taking this walk. He said, I'm not taking this walk. He said, fuck nah, that. <laughs> it was not happening, brother. It was not happening. Oh, shit. How was right. it? What you been up to? It was good. No, today was really good. Today was really good. I've been, like, itching to, like, have this, like, this. Um, it just kind of came to me because I want to be able to, you know, in the times that we're not able to meet at PVA Studio, shout out to Ty, um, that I want us to be able to, you know, do some other stuff. So, um, or at least get something in. So, this is that audio side of things where, you know, put up and, you know, everybody, you know, everybody can listen to it, trying to see if we can get on Spotify and all that shit soon. But we're on the iTunes, iTunes podcast. So 
um, definitely check us out at Reasonably Woke there and everywhere else. All right, so um, I want to get All into- All great things come from being creative, brother. Amen. That is very true, brother. That is very true. Look at you over here preaching. <laughs> Look at you. Um, so, so Elizabeth Warren was trying to preach preach last night. I'm trying to tell you, she was trying to get that black vote. Oh, we lost Pharaoh. We're going to pick back up, hopefully, once he joins back. I'm trying to tell you this is all new. Um, I am trying not to be cheap, <laughs> but I'm being cheap. Uh, and I'm like, hey, you know, we can use the the company's, um, you know, WebEx. I'm not going to shout out the company, but <laughs> shout out to the company either way. Um, but yeah, man, we are definitely about yes. Who's this? Yo, yo, this all is right, me. we I, got you. I, uh... <laughs> Yeah, had a little malfunction real quick. Sorry. Not not a problem, brother. And not had a problem. Had to all the way back in. It was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to dial the number, all that stuff. <laughs> As you were off, I'm still I'm right. still gonna post it because I was talking okay. to the recording since we got it still recorded, and I was like, this is all new. And uh, yeah. shout out to the company. <laughs> shout out. Right, I'm here. I'm here. We, awesome. we really lost that. So as I was saying, so Elizabeth Warren was preaching last night. She over here was trying to get the the black vote uh, very heavy last night. Did you did, did you did you see that or did you hear that last night? I would say she was so much trying to get the black vote as warn us against the dangers of Michael Bloomberg. Okay. Okay. Um, I would even say, yeah, I wouldn't say I was trying to get the black vote. I wouldn't call it that um, because I think for Elizabeth Warren and a lot of the career politicians up there, Michael Bloomberg represents the same threat as Donald Trump. Very much so. In many, Very ways, much so. In many ways, I actually, objectively, uh, if we're doing calculations, feel like a Michael Bloomberg presidency would be far more devastating to black people than a Trump presidency. Trump's not really fucking with us. He's just fucking everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a particular thing. I think our biggest problem was his first, um, uh, what was that guy? The little elf guy that talks like, like a, a southern, southern bell. The little elf guy that talks like a southern bell, uh, who was the um, uh, attorney general, the first one. The one oh, that took him oh, a long time to shit, get rid of. Shit. I know you're talking about. <laughs> I, I can't remember like his name elf. for the life. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember his he name for the life of me. Uh, but that guy no, was actually far Jeff more Sessions. dangerous. Jeff Sessions. Yes, Jeff Sessions. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yes. I do declare. Yes. Yeah. It uh, was there. I knew was, you exactly. No, no. We, we yeah. had it. Sessions had it. was far more dangerous than any of the other guys who have come in since. Had he was a part of the KKK? Um, like yeah, the yeah. You know what I'm saying? He was actually doing real shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Bloomberg is a dangerous like any, I can't understand these black people who are into Bloomberg. Like that shit blows my mind. Like, are you still a slave? Like, who's your? Master? I mean, because Bloomberg yeah. essentially recreated a like mock but real version of like this, like the, what happened in Africa when they used to capture the slaves to get them profit. Yeah, because that's what <laughs> the prisons mean. were. Yeah, I almost would want to consider it like after like slavery and and granted. Um, 
uh, you know, granted, you know, black, you know, African Americans and black people were free, but you still had, you still had, um, you basically what they, um, they, they turned the slave masters and so, or whoever else, you know, turned them into the police and started, you know, and, you know, get, getting, uh, you know, getting these you know, black folks. You're right. Yeah, you're right. That like transitional period from the slave catchers turning into the sheriffs. Like yeah. a lot of there are police departments in America whose roots come from these independent what used to be slave catcher companies. And just not think that's what your job is, you know? Because the culture well, I can't say that, because law enforcement as a part of human civilization has a has a history, you know what I'm saying? Mm, but the culture mm. of American policing and how police officers are trained to recognize danger and crime is deeply rooted in the psycho in the psychology of American racism. Mm, um, and that's that true. Is that is extremely true. That. Yeah, that it's is deep rooted. Not, that is not just because of that link. It's just one other factor. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, and I think yeah. that is where you need to clear the line. Like, that's not the sole reason. Yeah. There are a billion but, so factors. Do me, do me a favor. Yeah. Um, break down what you know. Um, the stop and frisk, and basically that starting with um, Bloomberg, and and basically you know the uh, videos that have been released that will that will post up uh, during during this. Um, and afterwards, but um, kind of just give the lay of the land of what Bloomberg did, like in the early 2000s and uh, and so forth in New York as mayor. So, so Bloomberg, so because the numbers were already skewed, because the cops were already racially profiling black people before stop and frisk, all right? Mm, so the numbers true. would automatically tell you if I'm arresting more black people, then numbers look like more black people are doing the crime. When statistically, mm. that doesn't actually make any goddamn sense because black people don't actually represent enough of their population. When you even look into it, you realize that white people commit crimes actually far more than black people do. They just don't get the same harshness of policing that we do. So they're able to get mm. away with more stuff. Like the number one thief in America is a white woman with a stroke. Not to get you off your point, but break that down because I always kind of no, get no, no, into don't, that. Don't, like, don't break it down. That's just a statistic. Don't get lost yeah. in the weeds. Um, okay, good stuff. Thanks but, for bringing so up, putting Michael me back Bloomberg, on yeah, Michael Bloomberg essentially took these numbers and said, well, the best way to bring crime down would be to, you know, amp up the policing in the areas where crimes are mostly committed or among the group who commit the most crime, which according mm. to the statistics looks like it's black and brown people because those are the people the no police shit. arrest the most. In the F dot. All right. So essentially, hey, Apparently we got it's a party. We got, wow. Yo, this yeah. is good. Thank you so much for for joining, bro. I, I know uh, I was like, oh shit, let me just call him, um, just because I was like, I figured you were busy, and, and and Farrell was like, hey, you know, just give him a call just in case, because I was like, I know he's busy, but I I definitely appreciate <laughs> you, bro. I appreciate no, you, no, bro. I'm glad you. I know this is late. 
All right, so just to just to fill you fill you in, basically, um, we were just talking basically about Michael Bloomberg. I asked um, Farrell the question of you know basically Elizabeth Warren. I felt like she was not pandering, but she was looking like she wanted to get that black vote just from you know some of the things. So I know Farrell was breaking down um, Bloomberg. So once he does that, then I'm going to come to you and, and kind of get your thoughts on uh, Elizabeth Warren and so forth. So I'll pick pick up right where I left off. So basically, Bloomberg took these numbers and decided, well, let's just focus the policing there. And essentially removes a large portion of the black and brown men from the population. All right? So he doesn't essentially bring crime down as much as he just removes mad people from being in the circulation of the population. His, Mm. his, His... his law enforcement is so harsh that it actually just changes the behavior of black and brown people to actually become more law-abiding than their white counterparts, all right? Mm. So he becomes hailed as some great revolutionary because his stop and frisk mixed with the already put-in-place crime bill of the early 90s just essentially created the perfect fuck you scenario to the descendants of black and brown Americans living in New York City at the reign of Bloomberg. Um, The horror stories that come out from all the innocent, and let me say this again, there were criminals, sure, but there were so many innocent children, young black and brown men whose futures were absolutely stolen from them and destroyed because of Bloomberg's policy. There are even Mm. a couple very famous cases of some of these innocent black kids committing suicide while being incarcerated. I'm talking men being held for years without ever being actually charged with a crime. All was right. Bloomberg, the, was Bloomberg the, um, the mayor? Was Bloomberg the mayor during the Central Park Five, or was that Giuliani? Uh, that was he was the mayor in 2004 era. So I don't know. I'm so not thought sure. that. I'm, what do you think, Estad? Like, was that is the Central Park Five? Was that during Bloomberg or or Giuliani's era? Um, or was that early on that? that? Sure. I mean, yeah, I'm not too sure. Okay. Because I'm just like, it almost seems as though, because that's kind of, you know. It's during the same culture, though. It's definitely during the same culture. Plus, the Central Park Five could have happened at any point in America, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not a, like, time-specific story in American law. It could happen right now, to be honest. Yeah. No, the Central Park jogger case. Okay. Keep going, Fair. I'm sorry. I, I interrupted you. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, essentially, that's pretty much it. I'm pretty much done. You know, you look up these oh, okay. cases. Oh, okay. No, and the Central Park innocent. Five was actually yeah. in 1990, so that was definitely before, um, that was definitely before, um, Bloomberg. Okay, so, and then, so, um, Estad, so, kind of just, um, piggybacking off of, uh, of what Farrell was saying in regards to like Mike Bloomberg, like what are your sentiments? Because he was not prepared at all, you know, uh, for for the debate, and it just seemed as though, um, you know, even just as uh, Klobuchar, Amy Klobuchar, uh, said, you know, let let him come in uh, so that he can stop hiding behind uh, his his ads, and 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 they gave it to him. Um, 
you know, I'll, I want to talk about kind of like just the debate and how it kind of correlates to or how they, um, you know, gave the analogy of it being like a boxing, you know, match or whatever. But um, they, they gave it to uh, Michael Bloomberg yesterday. What do you think about that? Yeah, I just think that part of the problem of being like a billionaire who buys his way into a race like this is that nobody's willing to tell you the truth or or prepare mm. you in the way that you need to be prepared. Because I guarantee you that nobody went at him in his debate prep as hard as Elizabeth Warren went after him. She or, you know, that. the NDNAs uh-huh. and things like that. Fact. Like, they just wouldn't, Fact. you know, his mama didn't even be in power. Mm. <laughs> um, and so, like, I think that, you know, if you're, like, if I was running for president or something and I was, I was doing debate prep, somebody would probably hammer me on shit like that. But, yeah. you know, it's Bloomberg, he, he has all this money, so you're, you're like, you know, you don't want to, because he's probably getting pissed off and annoyed, so you don't want to kind of go after him the way that you should. And it mm-hmm. showed. He was really unprepared when he went up there, and he got his beat like he stole something, basically. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, <laughs> in this situation, I mean, you he spent so much money. And the problem, too, though, is that this only really matters to people like, you, me, you know, Pharaoh, because we pay so much attention to politics. If you know yeah. somebody who watched that that debate, all you see is Bloomberg ads on TV showing him as this strong, um, you know, reformer who's best friends with Obama. So mm. as, as much as I do think this is going to hurt him in the eyes of a lot of people, I don't know if it's going to have the, the impact that it should. But he was so unprepared. Like, I was really surprised by that. They said he was preparing for weeks and weeks and I was like nobody prepared you for anything obviously I don't know what you were preparing for (laughs) Mm, yeah where where was where was that preparation I mean especially with the NDA case um and you know his his lack of rebuttal or even trying to pivot as uh, uh as politicians are known to do so of course we can clearly see that he's not that he is not a politician he's just he's a billionaire um but one thing um too that i, I kind of was listening to the daily once to got to get your guys opinion on is that so like just the the complexity that is michael bloomberg right so this is a guy who you know definitely was not like donald trump he um you know whose family who had a whole bunch of money you know at, at least in the you know to um, you know, what I've just seen, I, I definitely could have um, overlooked and not seen more about his, his background. But, um, you know, it seems like he created this business uh, and was, of course, extremely successful. They are, you know, estimating him right now to be uh, upwards of like $60 billion or something. So, uh, so a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of money. And, um, yeah, a little cheddar, some chicken, as uh, as as what's his name would say off of the uh, Seahawks. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, some chicken, get your chicken. Um, but uh, with 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 Michael Bloomberg, he's taken that money, and they've almost said upwards of like twenty billion dollars he spent on philanthropy. Of course, also uh, within politics. Uh, I know he has. Um, 
definitely contributed to a lot of Democratic, um, you know, uh, senators and, and, and races and so forth. And also, but not just them, uh, like politicians-wise, but he has also contributed to like cases like um, gun control and, um, you know, and things of that nature, other philanthropic um, things. So that's my complexity and, and kind of my challenge where I'm like, he's put his money, you know, in, um, and a sizable amount in charities and the philanthropic events um, or philanthropic sectors, but at the same time, he still has this, this you know, background. Like, what, whoever wants to kind of take that, just kind of like a, a throw up there, a toss up, what do, you, what do you guys say to that, you know? At least in my opinion, I think that it just shows that he's a complex individual. Like he's a, mm. he's a he's a he's a billionaire. You know, he's a billionaire plutocrat. So like I don't know if he was really thinking like, Oh, I wanna lock black people up and stop and frisk. But he probably thought that he was smarter than everybody else and he probably thought that looking at statistics he saw crime in black neighborhoods, so grab the black people with the guns. I mean, like if you look at even the crime bill, right? Like a lot of black people thought that was a good idea to lock people up for a longer sentences. It turned out to be a yeah, terrible idea Biden. and it just yeah. kind of I mean, no, 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 the churchy blacks thought it was a good idea. There was huge activism among the same group of blacks who have always monitored these kind of laws and legal procedures that states and the federal government try to slip in here and there to kind of revert things back to the old way. That group of blacks who was in support of this were those churchy blacks who try to talk about they have our best interest in mind. But this was during the crack epidemic when there were hundreds and hundreds of murders going on every year in New York City. It wasn't like this wasn't seen as a solution to have more cops and more arrests. Um, like, I don't know if this was one of those things where it was just a bunch of crisis good people. Specifically, crime was already going down by the time Bloomberg no. came into office. I wasn't talking about Bloomberg. I was talking about the crime bill. So I was talking about the the crime bill that oh, came out. Oh, the one from the nineties. Yeah, I'm not, oh, I'm not okay, talking about. Okay, like, I missed it. Yeah, like I guess what I'm trying to say though is that you know, like I could see why he made this mistake. It doesn't make the mistake better, and I don't know that. I don't like. I'm not. I don't. I don't think he's 100 percent like a bad person, but I don't think he's a good that's person. He's just somebody with a lot of money. How is he not a bad person? <laughs> he has a chance to apologize and really take ownership last night. And he essentially said, I would do it again. He said, based on the numbers, I would do it again. So I don't understand why. I thought that he did apologize. A bad... No, 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 no. He barely apologized. And then when you further question him, he basically does what Trump does. He tells you one thing. And then when you talk to him long enough, he just tells you the plan. Michael Bloomberg did the same hey. thing. He told you what mm-hmm. you wanted to hear. Then when they started getting on to him, he started explaining it. And he basically said, I don't have any regrets about making the decision that I made, but I do feel bad that people lied to him. That's essentially mm. what he said. But he would make, he arguably saying, I would make that same decision again. Yeah. That is a very core lack of not even moral character, but just a lack of dangerous, unchecked intelligence. It's not even a matter if he's smart. Intelligence is only as good as the environment upon which it's involved in. And when you're too smart and you have no checks and balances, 
you become unrational smart. And unrational smart makes bad smart decisions. Like saying the best way to get rid of crime is just to arrest the people who are statistically committing the most crime based on who we're arresting them. That's not in that, any yeah. way a humanistic look at the problem of crime. It's a numbers look. It's not good governance and it's not good politics. Uh, so I don't think that makes him a good person. Like, I think he's a bad person. <laughs> No, but I think that point that you made is key to at least why I view it the way I do. Like, I, for instance, Jeff Sessions, right? Jeff Sessions doesn't need to look at any statistic. He's just arresting the black people, right? Like, he could be all the white people committing Fact. all the crimes and still goes into the black neighborhood. <laughs> you know, y'all niggas is under arrest. Um, yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't see Bloomberg as that guy. Now, do I see him as somebody who probably thinks he's way too smart for his own good? Yeah, he's one of those little Palm Valley types who looks at some numbers, thinks they know everything, because they're like, oh, I'm the rational person, and I'm going to do it this way, and it's obviously the wrong way. Um, but, like, that's why I think this, there's some nuance to his, his conversation. I kind of, like, I agree with what, what Pete Buttigieg said the other night, where he's like, yeah, it's great that he doesn't slant me. He just doesn't get to be president. Um, yeah. You know, like, yeah. keep supporting, you know, global warming causes and keep supporting Democrats and gun control, but you just don't get to be president. Um, and that's kind of how I think you have to look at him. Like, he can do all these great things, but does that mean he has to be the leader of all the people? No. Um, nah, that's yeah. not what that means. And you can, and, you know. you can clearly see that um, with, with Bloomberg, it almost shows, you know, as you were saying, he's a numbers guy. It almost shows as though he neglected humanity because he was a billionaire at that point in time. And he, you know, uh, I believe even Elizabeth Warren alluded to it, that he just, you know, thumbs his nose at, you know, he's another billionaire and thumbs his nose at, at the common, the common man, you know, us, us, uh, uh, you know, middle class, you know, poor folk, you know, the, the majority um, of it, uh, of uh, the population and not the 1%, um, you know, being, you know, the socioeconomic, um, um, you know, comparison there. So, which is interesting, but um, I kind of want to get off of, yep, go ahead, sorry. Oh, but see, I think that's a very core, core point to make about Bloomberg's performance last night. There's no reform with Bloomberg. There's no political reform with Bloomberg. Mm. There's no mini revolution that you're going to need to make the people feel good. He is Trump, but fucking smart. All the fears mm. you had about Trump doing, the real ones, not the bullshit, like pulling us out of agreements and all the, the stupid uh, blunders with national security. I'm talking those deep-seated laws, banking regulations, uh, uh just little shit, platform regulations, all these little things that are the real core foundation of how systems work. Bloomberg knows how that shit works. In a way, Trump yeah. doesn't. Trump's bumbling around at the top of the system, making the surface have pimples. Bloomberg will structurally change how this country is run, and that is dangerous. Because Bernie's often the revolution. This man, this man's a capitalist capitalist. He has, yeah. he doesn't understand you have to work to feed yourself the way you have to work. Kids and shit, like he doesn't have any of those human. But what do you think? Because he did build his, he did build his business himself. And, and people build great maybe, empires and make all the know rules. that he would, he would know how to build and he would know how to work and meaning that he building, worked hard. Building, yeah, but building business is the same characteristics of a conqueror. Conquerors typically mm -hmm. make horrible long-term rulers. 
because taking mm-hmm. the land and governing the land are two fundamentally different things. Billionaires have conquered, but look what they've done to the planet. Look yeah, at the world they've really created. Yeah. Look at the imbalance. Look at like, – mm-hmm. they really could take a little bit of that money, not much, and create a better quality of life for people on the planet. But they just don't. Apparently, he got $200 million to spend, so – because that's so far spent, how much he spends on ads and so forth. $300 million altogether he spent on the side. Okay. Oh, he shit. literally okay. could have given that to the black people he arrested and created multimillionaires. He could have created – Three hundred. Yep. <laughs> Multi like bro. Bro. Yep. Bro. There was um it, kinda of, I'm about to get up Bloomberg in a little bit, but just wanted to add, um, apparently, um oh, who left? That's that you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. All right. So I think Farrell just left. So he'll, 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 he had um, phone issues before, so he'll jump back in. Um, okay. But I'll just keep going if he comes back. But so what I was about to say was that um, Bloomberg, um, and especially in the Daily, because I know you you listen to it. Um, did you get to listen to? I think it was the one. Of, I think it was the most recent or the second most recent um, podcast that they just put out. Um, I listened to the one about his um, his basic how his philanthropy was. Um, yeah, his yeah, that one. <laughs> what did you yeah. think about when they were talking about the black vote and then the, that 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 well-known prominent, um, you know, figure, you know, who is who is black? Um, I don't totally forgot his name and and his basically entire background. Good stuff. Um, Sarah, we were just talking about Bloomberg. I was just kind of continuing that. So, um, basically nothing that you really missed, but, um, in the daily, uh, we were saying that they, they, they mentioned this prominent, you know, figurehead who is, you know, a, a, a black male who, um, is, you know, definitely prominent within the community. Uh, and he, he co-signed, if you want to call it that, or, you know, whatever that, that official term is backed, um, um, Bloomberg. And of course, you know, one would say that he most likely got, you know, money from Bloomberg. But what do you say to, what do you guys say to the to black culture and these, these people who are backing Bloomberg, um, almost kind of putting us back, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, in, 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 you know, back in time, so to speak? Well, I mean, I don't know if I Slaves. agree that it's put, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you can go. I was just saying sleeves. That's all I was saying sleeves. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I, I think that you have to look at these situations with a bit of nuance. So if you think about Stacey Abrams, right? Stacey Abrams took five hundred, uh, five million dollars for her, for her organization, um, mm-hmm. maybe like a month or so ago. Um, and people are attacking her like, oh, like she's defending stop and frisk and she's responsible for all these people to go to jail. But really her organization basically just helps for for voting rights for people exactly. during for, um, Yeah, for so minorities, like, black think, and brown folks. I think you have to look at it in certain ways. Like at at some point, like you like marching in the street doesn't doesn't get voting rights in, in Michigan. Right, like Fact. you just you just kind of look mad, and then you know they win, and then you 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 march again with a pussy hat on. Um, so I think that sometimes <laughs> you have to be strategic, but like I don't think that you should you know give up everything that you know all of your morals and all your grounds for it. But I do think that 
sometimes you have to, you kind of have to make these deals if you want to get something done. Um, mm. So I think you just have to look at it. You have to look at it with context. Now, if he's like, yo, yeah, like there was nothing wrong with Bloomberg and that stop and frisk policy was great. And, you know, these black people, then I'd be like, okay, like, yo, like, you know, he made a deal with the devil. He sold himself out. But so that's what not you, really what he did. What do you say, what do you say to basically, um, at least I thought he was alluding to that, um, and even Bloomberg said it too, that um, anybody in politics, which I, which is true in, in my sentiment, in, in my thought, is that anybody in politics, if you look into their, into their background, they all have a muddy, uh, a muddy past, you know, a dirty past, um, you know, Not Biden. Anybody. No. Not Bernie. Keep going, keep going fair. I want to, I want to hear it. Not Bernie, but everybody else. Bernie. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Everybody has, has some, also. everybody has some kind of weird, crazy dirt. You're right. Uh, but, you know, I mean, Bernie, you know everything you got to know. You've been saying the same thing for 40 years. Uh, it's out there. And that's why, and that's why he's leading in the polls. So, uh, actually, let's, let's go to that. I feel that Bernie held his, his own yesterday, especially this, you know, if we want to compare this to a boxing match or whatever the case is, he, he, he took, you know, he took some on the chin, but he, he was giving it out too. This motherfucker, he, oh, Bernie's sure. old, but he was, he was, he's able to dish that. He got a nice little, you know, counter punch. I, I feel like Elizabeth, I feel like what happened is based on the polls, I think the candidates realize you can't really attack Bernie Sanders too much, right? Mm. And because of that, also Bloomberg. I think Bloomberg provided Bernie Sanders a really big shield last night that he wouldn't have had if Bloomberg wasn't there. Because he's technically the front runner. They should have, like, went after him hard, all right? But because Bloomberg's entry is just so appalling to modern-day Democratic <laughs> core values, you know what I'm saying? Like, this purely appalling to everything the Democratic Party is trying to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Not that it wants to be, that it's trying right. to be. Uh, it upset everyone on that stage for different reasons. Amy Klobuchar, yeah, career politician, a, a Pete Buttigieg, the small town mayor, Biden, the long time I've been at the highest uh, we could possibly go but not be the best. <laughs> there is uh, up there. Sanders, who essentially is the complete opposite of who that is. You know what I'm saying? He tried to mm. get them on the three houses and a million dollars, and we were all like, yeah, we buy his books, bitch. <laughs> like, we gave him that money. <laughs> we bought him them houses, all right? Oh, He's like a modern-day pope to us, all right? We, yeah. we support that. We got that, all right? You saw how mm. reaching. You got He got his tie to his offerings, all right? Um, so it even fell flat on deaf ears. And then Warren sealed the fucking coffin last she did. night. But she protected she did. she protected Sanders essentially. Like that's essentially what happened. So Sanders is polling a phenomenally right now. But I do think the biggest problem now is Trump is rising in the polls since impeachment. And I honestly don't know what the game is gonna look like in a few months because the economy is actually doing really well. Uh, the jobs, I mean, you know, the jobs have been growing slowly, but like slow growth is better than no growth or stagnation. Um, so it's 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 a changing board game right now, but Sanders is definitely 
Democrats' best bet, I feel, because he's the only one who Republicans say they would consider voting for. They no, hate all the other candidates. The Republicans hate all the other candidates. Sanders, you talk, you can talk to Republicans about Bernie Sanders. You may yeah. talk to a real old one who gets out upset that he's a, like a socialist, but for the most part, you can have a genuine conversation with a Republican about Bernie Sanders. You can't have that same conversation with them about most of the other candidates. And that's yeah. a real that, what, do you, what do you think about what do you think about Bernie Sanders' performance yesterday? And then, I mean, we're going to kind of go down the line. Um, I took my little notes like during the uh, during the, uh, the the debate yesterday, and, and of course, Tiff, you know, being here, and you know, I was like, Tiff, I'm trying to watch this, and she talked to me. But um, what what did you think about about uh, Bernie Sanders? Uh, and then I want to kind of go into um, you know, kind of uh, his policies a little bit. But go ahead. <laughs> I do agree. I feel like there are two people who totally hate each other on stage, and that's Amy Klobuchar and Pete Buttigieg. Um, they yeah. totally hate yeah. each other, and um, Elizabeth Warren and um, Bloomberg. So, like, it's kind of like one of those things where, like, you're right, um, fails right, where they should have all been going after Bernie Sanders. But I think that they saw like a a, a weak link when Bloomberg came on there, and they were like, it's going to be easier for me to fight with Bloomberg than it was going to be with um fighting against um, Bernie, who's prepared. They, like they, he, have most had... of, they agree on most of his policies. They all, they, they all basically, you know, not all, like I know Pete agrees in um, single payer and so forth and, you know, regards to health care, but most of them you You're know, right. agree with, yeah, with their policies. It's like yeah. each of them have a different Bernie part. Elizabeth Warren has the most pieces. It's like the infinity gauntlet of the Sanders policy. Everybody got a stone. Elizabeth got like three stones. Yeah, I, I, mm -hmm. I, I mean, it just, I, I guess if you're one of the people who signed up for Medicare for All, then you have a lot of Bernie's policies. But I don't believe Buttigieg's or um, Klobuchar's are, are fairly similar. Um, no, they, yeah, they don't. They don't agree. Yeah, they they don't agree. They, but um, yeah, don't agree with that that mantra. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think he does a good job. But like he he always does because he's been like. It's what Farrah is saying, right? He's been saying the same thing for 40 years. He doesn't need to switch up. He doesn't need to parry. He doesn't need to. He's heard every argument against it, and he just kind of goes back and forth with that. Um, now, you know, it's a it's a different question, well, like whether that would work in a general election, but right now in the primary where the party is where it's at, um, yeah, I mean, he has a strong case for, for what he's trying to do. What do you think, um, I kind of wanted to aim this um, question towards U.S. too, in regards to his tax plan. I mean, granted, I'm not too sure if you, um, you know, have looked into it extensively or anything like that, but even last night, he was pressed on, um, and I believe this was from May Mayor Pete Buttigieg, um, you know, pressed on his taxes and basically, or his tax policy, and basically that, you know, talking about like gradually raising it and so forth. And, uh, you know, especially for those who, you know, granted may listen to like Robert Kiyosaki, things of that nature, you know, um, that whole like raising taxes, I mean, that's, that may that may not be like a, a, a good a good a good um, idea. However, I know he's um, alluded he's or Bernie Sanders. Hmm? Every, everyone says they everyone says they're not going to raise your taxes, and then they do. Bernie Sanders mm. is saying, "I'm going to raise your taxes, buddy, <laughs> but I'm going to yeah. give you so much more." And I think he said that beautifully last night. He said, mm. "Yeah, I'm going to get rid of your private insurance. Yeah, you're not going to have your work insurance." 
but I promise you you're going to have more benefits than you do now. I'm not taking any benefits. I'm expanding the benefits. The problem with uh, people's calculation of Bernie's plan is the industries around supporting the current medic, uh, um, medic, say it? the medical industry we have now, the insurance mm. industry behind yeah, it, yeah. all, those, all those paperwork people, all that shit is a huge piece of the pie that is a hard, calculable, uncalculable piece that we're getting rid of. But the benefit to society with government supporting this has already, you have several economists saying this is gonna be a boom to the economy. Yeah, you're gonna pay for it. But because you're already paying way too much for it, you're gonna pay for it efficiently. And it's better to pay for something efficiently, go through some growing pains and move forward. Um, I would like to say one thing. Uh, do you remember the conversation about um, the jobs uh, when they were talking about the jobs that would be lost? Yeah. This is, this is what I'm talking about right now. That, that's that same portion Bernie was saying. Those jobs are going to be lost. Yeah. <laughs> We're moving into the new oh, age. for Those fracking, yeah. Well, and that, I yeah. wanted to talk about oh, sorry, that, too. sorry, That was a two different things. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, I connected two different That was for fracking. Oh, okay. Well, well, we'll, we'll definitely get to get to that because I do want to talk about that. But um, as I'll go ahead in regards to, like, if you have an opinion in regards to the tax plan and so forth. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think that it makes much I he's basically he has to undersell how much he's going to have to raise taxes to solve this then um then that's what I'm saying yeah, I like, mean and, and they're I, saying it would be like, astronomical can, like it you know like Pharaoh's not wrong when he says that everybody raises even though like if you're a Republican you don't raise taxes um you know but like if the Everybody lies about how much they're going to be able to cover all these expenses. Like, everybody runs up the deficit. Democrats do it a little yeah. bit less than Republicans do. But mm. what he's proposing is going to run up the deficit um, extraordinarily. And telling people, like, being honest about raising taxes isn't really a winning formula. Usually people just don't no. run on that. So yeah. I don't know. Like, I get it that it's honest, and I think that people may may like that um, they they know what he's going to do, and, you know, you can't underestimate that when you have a liar in chief. But, like, you also have to think about the fact that, you know, like, people don't want to hear that, like, if, if, if trust in government and institutions is already at such a low point, telling them that they have to invest more in it because the government is going to take care of you later, I don't know it's not if work. that's a winning argument. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I, I think that, really, you know. But it's not really later, though. Well, it, it, like, you can't. So, like, I think that's part of the, the issue here, right? So, like, when you think about somebody just, we're going to switch to single payer and we're going to give you all benefits and then the economy is going to flip over. Like, that's a massive change. That doesn't happen immediately like you can and even if like think about like the firing the whole so, insurance industry and then trying to find them jobs like i don't know how that how that looks like you have to phase that in slowly so, so like i don't know so like i think i think you're right if that was his only part of the plan does that make sense like if the only thing he was running on was a massive change to our health insurance and our health care industry then I think you'd be right. It would be all one lopsided, and that wouldn't make much sense. 
But this is part of the whole plan that Bernie's presenting. He's not just talking about reforming healthcare. He's talking about reforming the financial institutions. He's talking about reforming the financial gains in this country. He's talking about reforming how our country uses energy. Why are we still investing in old energy? You have to get rid of old things to make way for new things. One of the fundamental well, flaws. Hold on. One of the fundamental flaws in any civilization is stagnation. If you waste your time talking about a transitional period, all you're doing is slowing yourself down in the massive race that all the other countries are doing in catching up to us. We have the oldest infrastructure in the country. Part of the plan is getting that rebuilt. That's a bunch of jobs right there. So it's not about losing jobs. It's about making sure at some point we reform our nation's infrastructure in many levels, on all the levels, so that our country can last another three to 400 years. Because at the rate we're going, the stagnation is clogging us up. And everybody else is preaching stagnation. Bernie is preaching the natural revolution that the founding fathers intended for us to have every four years. He had to flip the script. If we don't flip it now, it's going to be a problem. Yeah, when are we going to do it? The one thing no, though, I, is I, that um, I, um, you know, listening to, uh, you know, you know, some media kind of like looking into, you know, the whole fracking and, and so forth. I mean, yes, I, I agree 100%. Um, definitely on the side that fracking definitely does need to go away. Um, but when you look at, you know, these documentaries and, and, and so forth, these, you know, um, uh, uh, other like journal um, articles and, and so forth about, you know, fracking and, and who's in that, right? The, we're talking about, or I'm talking about, um, you know, the middle America, you know, as what they call it, the, the Midwest and, and those who are, who are in these industries. And my thing is that, you know, if we are looking at, um, you know, trying to, um, you know, cast this this uh, web um, of uh, you know Bernie. Like, say, we want Bar you know Bernie to to to, to um, you know be the the nominee. I mean, eliminating fracking sounds like that you're you're losing that entire Midwest. Um, you know that that mid that Midwest um, sector, right? Um, because these so that's their job. You know, and you're yeah. you're kind of right, but Bernie also said it best. Fracking is destroying the fucking planet. At, I mean, what, true. at what cost are you making a profit? It's immoral. You're telling me you're going to keep, it's like slavery. You're going to keep having people do this immoral thing because you're afraid of people losing their jobs. This thing is destroying the planet. Like, what the fuck? Like, it's, it's frustrating. But how do you, but how do you get have, that across? It's not, a com it's not a conversation you get across. You're going to have to go do something else. The scientists are saying this, and you don't need to do it. You can put and those same people to work. Hold on. You can talk to. You can put those same people to work building the uh, solar plants we're going to need and the wind farms we're going to need for renewable energy. There's no reason to dig your energy out of the ground when you have technology that with very light investment can pull that same energy from the fucking sky. And I, yeah, and I agree with, with you. I just less think that labor. Probably, it doesn't probably need a plan. sense. So, if he has a plan. Need a plan. Stop. Yeah, no, Obama started, you, though. 
he has a plan, but you have to think about how this plan is going to ring when somebody when when you're trying to sell it, right? So like what what motivates people more? Fear or shame? Right? So yeah, exactly. he's gonna come in and he's gonna try to shame you, right? Like, oh, you shouldn't be fracking because it's destroying the planet. Trump's gonna go in and go gonna say, You're gonna lose all your jobs and do you really think the government's gonna come in and help you? When has the government helped you out in the past? And everybody's going to say, no, it never helped me out, and they're going to vote for Trump. Like, I think that you have to, when, you, when you're doing these things, you have to really think very specifically and very, in like the near term. Humans are very short-sighted, and they're very myopic. All they think about is their kitchen table and what's happening to them in their daily lives. So if you look at the 2018 election, what did we run on? We ran on health care, and we didn't run on getting people more health care. We said that Republicans are going to take away your health care. Why do you mm. say that? Because people understand that they have something and they don't want to lose it. They have a job, they don't want to lose it, and they definitely don't want to depend on a, a, a socialist from Vermont to come give it back to them. So what I think that you have to do is, as much as I 100% agree that what you need to do is totally kind of rip up the system because it's not going to work, and especially if you're looking at global warming, yeah, get rid of fracking, change everything to solar, so everything, like put all the investment there because you need a planet. and. Also, these things are going to provide way more jobs and way more things for the future than, you know, what's happening now. I think that you have to package it in a very specific way. Like I think about Pete Buttigieg, right, when he says, oh, Medicare for everybody who wants it. Well, if you really think about that system, if the Medicare system works really well, everybody's going to go on it, and they're going to be for Medicare for all in five, six years. Um, but it just sounds better to people, right? Like if I want Medicare, I can get it. And if I don't, I can keep my insurance. Mm -hmm. You give somebody the option, even though the end goals should be inevitable if it works well. Um, and I just think like you have to think about how you're packaging these things. Like just telling people you're going to lose your job and I got you, like they're not going to trust that because right now, People don't trust Congress. They don't trust the Senate. They don't trust the presidency. They don't trust their local cops. They don't trust their church. Like, all they trust is themselves. Yeah. So and not just, any, and not just anybody, but those in the Midwest. Yeah. You know, like, I, so and, I, and you, that, you have, that's where you have a very You have a very valid point about messaging. And with almost anything else, I would agree with you. You know I believe in being coy and making sure, you know, the monkeys understand the message. But – this is drastic. Like the scientists are like, they're not even ringing alarms anymore. They're crying over what we're doing. I mean, that's doing. true, but we're, we're so right now like, we're worried about if we beating Trump. And... Yes, but you beating Trump is about inspiring people to come out to vote. All but right? you're not going to inspire Hillary people Clinton, by telling them they're going to lose their uh, job. Hey, hey, you weren't winning the Midwest anyway. Even if you lose Michigan, which you probably might lose to Trump anyway. Sanders has a far enough stable lead in the other swing states. None of the swing states are really mid-Midwest, what you're talking about. So it's not even a real problem. You weren't winning the majority of those Midwest states anyway. The game comes down to the swing states. Bernie Sanders has a 10-point lead in some polls in Florida right now, all right? You have the election is most secure with that guy. People want an extreme thing right now. Nobody wants moderation. So when you talk about Americans right now, yeah, I agree you have to have a message for them. You have to have an extreme message because they don't want middle ground. 
So you're either going to go Trump extreme or you're going to go Bernie extreme. But none of those other candidates are going to win those states with their halfway plan. Pete Buttigieg's Medicare for those who want it, it ain't polling well. It sounds good, but it ain't polling well. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. That's not true. (laughs) Medicare for all polls terribly compared to Medicare for those who want it. People like a public option. That's, yeah, I have to push back on that one. I would give you people like a public option, but you have to say public option. Medicare for Medicare people for who want it. It is it's a public option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People aren't that yeah, smart. Amy Col- right? And that's where Amy Klobuchar <laughs> like, and that's Pete like, Buttigieg, that's, like that's where the, they align. Because that, that's, that's Amy Klobuchar's um, health care plan also is, is, is a public option. So which is interesting how Amy and Pete were, you know, are basically at each other's throats, but they have similar, you know, granted, you know, still Democrats, so they're going to have similar thoughts, but just like a different way of, of, um, of, of acting on lane. It. That's why they fight each other. Hey, can we switch lanes and talk about the demographic changes and some of the polling? Like, Bernie really picked up all the minorities right now. He's polling highest with every minority group. Better than Biden? And better than Biden. He has more of the black vote. Him and Biden are pretty much splitting 60% of the black vote. Maybe a lot about, I would say about 65% of the black vote, with Bernie taking the majority of it right now. Because younger blacks are going majority for Sanders right now than older blacks, and they're coming out in numbers. So it's a mm. whole new ball game, all right? Bernie Sanders is carrying the base that wins Democrats' elections. Regardless okay. well, all right. of so I don't, don't want to keep you guys I don't want to yeah, keep you guys on no, here for too much longer. Yeah. But yeah, I want to just yeah. touch base I just wanted to touch base on what you guys quickly thought about Amy Klobuchar, Pete Buttigieg, and then I definitely wanted to talk about Elizabeth Warren and like what you guys thought. But um Farrell, go ahead. Sorry, I, I interrupted you there. Yeah, no, Amy and Pete, they were going at it and it was kind of funny because like I said, Amy, I think, is a really great candidate, and I was more concerned with Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren came for Amy several times, and like directly. I was like, and I felt like it got to Amy. Like I genuinely saw Elizabeth Warren (laughs) get under Amy Kobasoff's skin. I went, oh, she's about to fight that bitch. Like it was about to be a cat fight (laughs) up on that stage. Pete was just about to catch the shade because he was closest. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll save you because I can't reach that bitch right now. <laughs> but you lucky. But keep my name out your mouth, bitch. She was upset. What did you think about that, Esther? No, because I think it's funny. Like, if you've heard the stories about Amy Klobuchar, like, she has a temper like a bad temper. Like she's thrown like textbooks at her staff. So like you can watch her up there sometimes and she's losing her cool and she's trying to hold it together. Like she's on there like fighting with Pete and you can see him flashing on her like she's about to snap. (laughs) Yeah, you saw it too. Specifically speaking, and and I'm going to, of course, put it, uh, we'll we'll put it here too, that uh, this particular segment that I'm I'm thinking about. But um, when when that moderator, and and I want to get your guys' uh, thoughts on this, when that um, Hispanic moderator, you know, said, oh, you didn't know the the president, the, the president of Mexico's name or whatever, like you definitely saw 
when they all ganged up on her there and that she 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 was frazzled she 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 was taken down by that what what did you guys um you know what did you guys think about that 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 point in time in in, in the debate i just the thing that it reminded me of was like i mean, i don't know if you guys remember this because it was, it was a small thing that happened but it was um when george bush was running and they had him, like, they were interviewing him on, like, CNN or something, and they were asking him where certain countries are, and he's like, I don't know where they are. Do you know where they are? Like, what are we playing maps? Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, small things like that don't matter, but, like, it's also just be prepared when you go on Telemundo to know the uh, president of Mexico. Of Mexico, <laughs> yeah. You should true. know that. That's and then, like, true. you open yourself up for Pete to just kind of sun you out, because he's, like, a freaking Rhodes Scholar, like, genius type person who's going to know all that type of shit and he's going to be like you're on the committee because she's on the the immigration she, board that's what you said he was like you're on the committee and and biden said the same shit and that's where fucking it um it, but then elizabeth warren came to her defense do you guys kind of see that where there were um times where elizabeth warren especially during this particular time where she was like hey you know it's not fair you know that we're ganging up on on amy because like case in point as soon as i we, we were talking about the they were talking about the name, I just, you know, panned to, uh, to Alan Iverson and him talking about, we talking about practice, practice, <laughs> we're talking about practice. Yeah, like, <laughs> people were like Elizabeth, though, like, she was, she was, like, quote, unquote, defending her, but it was just, like, it was almost one of those backhanded things, like, oh, like, poor little Amy, she didn't know the name, oh, but shit. don't worry, I have all the plans. <laughs> like, it wasn't genuine, like, he was trying to help her out, and you can see, because she's a Elizabeth yeah, I saw I saw this headline. Where has this Elizabeth Warren been all all season? She was that, shady as fuck. As has fuck. she come like this from the beginning? She'd be the front runner right now. Yeah, she's the Amy's healthcare plan is, is two paragraphs. You been to the page? She said Amy's healthcare plan is like a post-it. It's like it's like a post-it note, like post here or some shit. Like she was shading the fuck out of Amy Klobuchar. Yeah, I don't know why people came for Amy. Like they really want her to drop out or some shit. But like, damn, like let the bitch breathe. She came for her. No, but, like, remember when, like, Elizabeth was in that, like, first debate and, you know, all those, like, moderates are coming after her and she was like, I don't know why anybody runs to tell you what you can't do. Like, she's clever. She has, like, big, like, hits, but, like, you're right. She hasn't been doing it for, like, the last couple of debates. And now mm -hmm. she came out swinging and it was just like, yo, this is great. You want to know why that Native American shit she tried <laughs> fucking, that, that, that sunk her ass. And she was like, I'm not, I'm not going out on a limb no fucking more before I get caught up. But she, she took a, she took a good risk in, in the debate this time. So she got, she got slammed in New Hampshire where she was supposed to do well. And she was like, okay, <laughs> like, this is it. <laughs> yeah. So hold yeah, on, did you New guys Hampshire, see? New yeah. Hampshire's polls blew my mind. Biden, I expected him not to do like super well, but I didn't expect him to be doing this bad. He did bad. All right, like, he did bad. Like I saw a poll recently in South Carolina where him losing South Carolina. I'm like, this is crazy. Like he uh, he had to leave New Hampshire. He had to leave New Hampshire early because he was like, I'm not I'm not getting any type of votes here. No no delegates. So he 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 ran to um he ran to Nevada um ASAP and Ooh. apparently 
there was like nobody at his, you know, at his like rallies or if you want to, if you want to call it like that, you know, not to get confused with Donald Trump shit, but um, yeah, like there was nobody at, at, at his like parties or, or, or uh, um, you know, things and whatnot. And he just left them with like a, a pre-recorded video or some shit. Look, like, look, remember, remember, is... remember podcast ago when I said, there's a reason Joe Biden has run for president I've seen many times. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, like, think about, like, Biden is, Biden is Bloomberg now. Like, if you really look at the support, the reason people, the reason why he had so many great polls because people knew who he was. They didn't know who any of these people were. Somebody calls you up and is like, hey, who are you voting for, Biden, Buttigieg, or Klobuchar? You're like, who? Uh, Biden, yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> uh, the, the, what? <laughs> And then, you know, if your whole, like, thing is based on electability, I can win races, I can win, I am the electable guy, I can win, and then you get blown out in Iowa and then get curb stomped in New Hampshire, he's about to lose Nevada. Like, how are you really going to, like, how do you keep making that case? You can't. Um and I think, like, his, his support is as shallow as Bloomberg's is, where he loses a couple of races. Like, like honestly, if Super Tuesday doesn't – if he doesn't clean house on Super Tuesday, it's over. Like, he's not going to get any delegates. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm thinking that he so, was done after, like, New Hampshire, honestly speaking. It just doesn't seem – it seems like he, like, he's, he's, he's going down. It, it, just, it just feels yeah. like what happened kind of with, like, somewhat like with like Cory Booker or whatever, like, you know, Cory, as, as if you guys remember, Cory had like those like, you know, spurts or, you know, oh, this is good. And then it just like, you know, went down. But granted, Biden is, you know, I don't want to kind of really uh, compare um, uh, Cory Booker to Joe Biden, but it just had that same feel that like he had all of the momentum. And then, you know, kind of just like Elizabeth, it, it goes down, you know, just what goes up must come down. Why? But, yeah. Do you know why? Because they want something extreme. <laughs> the American people don't want moderation. And the moment you step off and you try to seek a middle ground, that's the moment you take in the poll. You want to Every something there. Every time you take a step towards the middle, either side, Republican or Democrat, you tank in the polls. Nobody wants a moderate right now. We don't live yep. in a moderate country. And that's just the truth in reality of this modern political climate we live in. I mean, though, no, you, you have to that? look at what happened in Iowa and New Hampshire, right? The person who won Iowa was Pete Buttigieg, and he came in second in New Hampshire. I mean, <laughs> like, I don't know that you can say that people just want somebody who's extreme when the, the moderate candidate is, is right can up there we, with you. Can we really count Iowa? Yeah, hold on, like, hold on. Like, yeah, like really what happened in Iowa? Iowa? Bernie Sanders got the most votes in Iowa. That's what like, I was going to say. Like, a, can we really a count Iowa as, a massively yeah. majority, a majority of the vote? Like, it's not even, like, <laughs> Yeah, but, like, you could have said that about Hillary Clinton, right? Like, she got a... She exactly. Got a that did Isn't yeah, it's irony, bro. If anything, it's a bad sign. I was I was telling someone I was like the fact that the first primary of the Democratic election this year, where the person who won the popular vote didn't win the state's most uh, electoral uh, college people, is a bad sign. Like the universe is trying to teach you fuckers <laughs> a lesson. And you're no, still I'm not. also. <laughs> <laughs> but that's 
saw Obama won in 2008. I mean, like, I just think that having a, a great strategy is also good, but, like, it's not like he's that far behind the votes. So I don't know, like, I understand what you're saying, but, like, I don't know if people really do want the most extreme candidate. It seems like all they want is the most electable candidate. Like, right what, now, what, what, everything is about what, electability. What Sanders is benefiting from people is the fact that, that everybody – but think, think about, like, the, the moderate lane right now. Like, there's nobody else in Sanders' lane, so he can win with 23% of the vote. If this was, like, a two-person race, and if it was, like, Buttigieg and Sanders or Biden and Sanders, like, I don't know if Sanders would really rise above 23 24% of the vote, which he's winning with right now. It's because the rest of that vote is, is, is chopped up. So, like, I, mm. I think you, there's some nuance to this, this conversation other than, like, you're just dropping the polls because you're moderate. Like, I don't, so, don't really are we, see that panning out. So, so your yeah. argument right now is that Sanders it was not really winning this race because there's so many people in the race? Well, I'm saying that there are so many people in the lane he's not occupying. Like, if you want an extreme candidate, it's Sanders. Like, who else are you going to vote for, right? If you want big, strong political change, you vote for Sanders. If you want somebody who's a little bit more to the middle, who you think can appeal to a broader coalition, you have Buttigieg, Klobuchar, um, Biden, Warren. Bloomberg. I'm um, like, you know, like even like kind That's of Warren, not Warren, true, Warren though, to be in that. because Buttigieg is, is losing in a national election with Trump right now. Klobuchar is losing in a national election with Trump right now. Warren is losing and a national Trump right now, and Biden is statistically losing within the margin of error to Trump right now. So I don't think that statement is true, because even if there were less candidates, even in the head-to-head matchups, where they're only giving you one option or the other, they're losing. (laughs) Like, you're forgetting that Trump is rising in the polls right now. The climate has changed. So we can't really say that people don't want something extreme right now when all these not extreme enough candidates in a lot of different polls are losing the national election to Trump. This is fair. I want to pull your card a little bit because uh, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to see what you thought about this. Cause I remember before, didn't you say that certain polls are like polling it, it, They're not pulling the correct, uh, I granted, I mean, I don't have it verbatim, but words you saying something to the effects of, you know, they, they don't poll the, the correct people or they only, you know, so the or trend, it, the we, trend yeah. that I was trying to tell you guys about before it was coming up in polls, but only the more like locally polls. Like you had to look at like a bunch of local polls for areas to get the real sign of what was going on. But I've been saying mm. this all along. Like technically, guys, if you guys run back and tape, what we're going through right now, I told you we were going to be here. Like mm. if Bernie Sanders is not the nominee at the Democratic Convention, it's Trump second term. Like that's 100% going to be the case. Not even mm. because of Sanders or some other candidate, but because Sanders has the support of the coalition that you need to win the election, which is young people in all of the black vote, older, younger, and black males. Hillary Clinton had a part of the black vote and had none of the young people for the most part. He had I mean, yeah, yeah, the that, same that is coalition true. that Barack Obama had when he took the last election. So I've been saying these things before. The only difference now is the polls are actually 
showing you the things I was saying because now the local polls are matching up. Now you oh, have okay. more people being like, yeah, I know what I'm going to do now. I so got you. I think I got it's, you. I think it's, I mean, the game could change. I'm really concerned yeah. about Trump. Trump could win this election even with all of what anyone does. Yeah. Um, before, so just before we, we get out of here, um, where, like, so Esther, where are you kind of like, because of course I can understand and I can definitely hear uh, with confirmation and Pharaoh's voice that he is, you know, with Sanders, but um, where are, because I kind of wanted to like, you know, do like a little test, you know, thing with us and, you know, and kind of see where, where we, where we kind of lean towards like which candidate. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, referring to which candidate we're, we're leaning to and, you know, and potentially like not saying that, you know, to kind of, you know, go and, you know, uh, what do they call it, like poll for them or, you know, you know, whatever that, you know, terminology is, but basically go show your support and in other ways go door to door. I'm, I'm not talking about that because we, we don't have time and whatnot, but you know, possibly either contributing like, you know, a couple of ducats or whatever the case is to, uh, you know, the candidate that we feel is, 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 uh, is, is going to win kind of like, you know, standing behind, you know, what, what, what we say. So, um, but that's kind of down the line, but um, SR, who are you kind of leaning towards right now? Are you, are you on the, the, the feel the burn, feel the Bernie train or, or where, where, where are you kind of landing? I mean, like honestly, the, the the reason why it's hard for me is because I'm checking off any generic Democrat's name. Like I don't care who the Democratic nominee <laughs> is. I'm I'm voting for that person. I will go out. I will donate. I will not do it. Like whatever. Like you know, for the generic Democrat. Um, like if I'm looking for somebody who's closer to my sort of values, it would be Elizabeth Warren. Um, mm. If it's somebody who I think has a strong chance, like. If I think who has a strong chance of winning, I would say Pete Buttigieg. Um, but like honestly, I don't, I don't particularly care because, like for me, it's like you really have to look at the the system that's in place right now and what can actually happen. And as much as everybody yells all these things, like they're gonna do Medicare for all. Like Barack Obama had a super majority in the Senate, not a slim majority, a super majority in the Senate of Democrats and could barely get Obamacare, the most like moderate Republican leaning health care bill yeah, policy, through, yeah. through the Senate. Yeah, through. So like you have to really think about all the stuff that these people can actually do and really what I just want them to do is not become a dictator. Um so I like I just want the generic Democrat to win. But if I was anybody who I truly liked it would be Warren and if I was betting on somebody I would look at Buttigieg. Mm, okay. And like for me I'm I'm on the Elizabeth Warren train for sure. I'm more Elizabeth Warren and Bernie um on, on my side. Um I just feel as though, you know, Elizabeth Warren, especially with um, you know, her at least some of the policies that I've seen in regards to her small business entrepreneurship and like taxing big business and kind of her plan that she's laid out. Um, they do seem like to me to to be, you know, common sense, um, you know, plans and policies. Granted, I do need to look, you know, definitely more into it. It's something I've tasked myself to do. Um, but so in regards to like who I would choose, it'd probably be Elizabeth Warren. However, um, if like I were, you know, as as I was saying, and, and ha also I, I, um, that I've heard in regards to, you know, 
how people are, are picking. It's like for those, the one who's electable and, and who I feel as, as though can win would definitely be Bernie. But I feel as though a Bernie Warren ticket would be amazing. <laughs> I really feel like that. I really feel like a Bernie Warren ticket would be amazing. But, um, but um, so, so uh, Farrell, really quickly. So if it wasn't, if it's not, for, if it's not Bernie, who else is it for you? Uh, Warren's my second option. Um, yeah, I, I, okay. I was really, I was really fond of Warren until that whole. She said Bernie couldn't say a female can be president thing. I thought that was oh, like, yeah, that fucked her up. That definitely is a that ruined her. That's that's why she's been taking in the polls. That was a big yeah. hit that really turned her campaign downward. It was so unnecessary um, mm. that you know I, I I don't even know how I really feel about her. Um, and that's where people thought that she was no, just hold like on, an hold opportunity. On. I'm highly concerned about Pete Buttigieg. Being SDOT's like backup choice after a war. Because <laughs> how is he supposed to win the election when he has zero support among black vote the black and voters. almost yeah. zero support among young voters? Like, they're, it's going to be Hillary Clinton all over again. They're not excited about him. They don't come out. So I don't, I just don't know how, that, how that's a stretch. That's a good bet. Mm. Like, what do you I mean, see that uh, I'm not seeing? I'm just, I'm curious. Look, I mean, I think that we we look at these things fairly differently. Like, I don't know. Like, for instance, you're very sure that a somebody who calls himself a, a socialist is going to win over um, the majority of Americans who fear socialism. Um, like, I don't know if that's a safe bet. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like, the thing about it is I don't know what is actually electable. Like, if you look at Donald Trump, Donald Trump is not electable. Um, but he, he squeaked out a, a victory over three states, luckily. Um, so for for me, like, I look at the person who I think, when I look at Buttigieg, what I really think of is that he is a mayor from this small-ass town who who barely has a record and somehow is beating out all of the heavy hitter candidates. But that leads me to believe is that he's a very smart individual who knows how to put together a campaign and knows how to um, engineer an election, which he's doing. Um, so for me, like the two ways you really win these things, right? Like you either win them by being the most inspirational candidate or you win them by being the smartest one and um, the best organized. And I think that if you're looking at two people like my passion, I would be like, yeah, I would love Warren to win. I think he would be great for the country. I think he would totally, you know, knock it out. But with, with Buttigieg, I don't, I don't fear that he's going to do something like not go to Michigan. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't fear, like, I feel like he'll be able to look at it as a, as a problem to solve, really go out, hammer the communities that he needs to. And I think that a lot of people will come around him just because they want to get rid of Trump. Like, I don't know if you need a ton of passion to want to get Trump out. You just have to really be smart about how you deploy your resources and how you go after it. Um, yeah, as you so said, as you said what that. Kamala Harris failed to do. Like, I, you just have to set up a great campaign. You have to be savvy and you have to be smart. And, like, the things that he has done in order to get himself where he is, to me, speaks to somebody who's a great politician. Um, so that's just what I see there. But, like, I honestly think that most Democrats are going to be able to accomplish the same things that they ever are going to be accomplished. Um, mm. So, like, I don't know. Like, it doesn't – like, I don't know how much different a – 
a Sanders presidency is going to be from a Buttigieg presidency, honestly. Um, but we just need like, Trump out. That's what the fuck we know. <laughs> yeah, so, like, that, that's my whole thing. <laughs> yeah. No, awesome. I, yo, brother, this was really, really fucking good. Um, any, anybody, any last words since we're, I mean, I don't think we need to do, actually, fuck that. Uh, we'll still, we'll still keep it, uh, keep, keep it, uh, you know, how we normally, how we normally end our podcast. So any gold star points up until now, brothers, any, you said it, anybody to the great fields, uh, uh, you know, especially within this, uh, this week in time that we've, uh, you know, between our podcasts and so forth, anybody. Um, I would just like to send all of uh, Newark, Black Newark, to the great field because I just watched the Who Killed Malcolm X documentary, and you know, fuck y'all, I got all know. Is that the one of Who Killed Malcolm X? <laughs> the fuck, a whole fucking city knew Who Killed Malcolm X. Like they knew this motherfucker. They traded the city of Newark traded a couple boxers for the 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 ability to rationalize and make the argument for the suffering of black American experience on an international stage. The fuck kind of trade-off is that? Oh, I need to watch this now. Now that you bring this up, I got to watch this. Oh, yeah, I can go to the great field. Like, suck a left nut. What the fuck? All right, we go, yeah, we go, we go watch this. I I, I keep seeing that on my Netflix, but I'm like, ah, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And just definitely watch, it, over, definitely watch it on Friday so you can relax on the weekend and not be mad when you go to work on Monday. <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those. Because you're going to be mad it's at black people. You're like, where you from? Where you from? <laughs> Jersey. <laughs> what part, bitch? <laughs> you and meanwhile, X-Dot <laughs> and I work in New Jersey, so. <laughs> yeah, I work in Newark, man. I might just, you know, smack somebody on the way to work real quick. No shit. I mean, you definitely got to watch it. You definitely got to watch it. Though. I'm so mad. All right, yeah. That's my thing to say. What about you, s You You give any gold star points or send anybody to the great field? Um, I don't know, man. If I'm, I'll send, you know who I'll send to the great field? Uh, the person who was training Bloomberg for three weeks for that debate. There you go. So the, there you go. <laughs> sure. There you go. He got all the money in the world. <laughs> he needs to hire a better trainer, somebody who can speak some truth to power. Uh, no, Amen to that. Uh, yeah, that dude can go to the great field, whoever he was. Don't hire him back. Shit. <laughs> Shit. I don't know if I don't know who to really say. I, I'll just say gold star point. I'll just end it off on that. I mean the. Uh, uh, granted, I'm going to put it to sports. I mean the uh, all star um, games and everything. Um, it was just awesome, and um, so just a gold star point out out to that because um, it was it was just great. So. Um, Anyways, this is Reasonably Woke. We are here, Mr. We got uh, S-Dot, we got Farrell, and myself, DJ Bellevue, helping you to navigate this polarized social and political climate from an un- unfiltered, intelligent, and melanated point of view. Again, brothers, thank you so much for jumping on this call. Uh, last minute, it was, uh, you know, a, a random thought that I had, and I was like, we got to get this, because I just knew it was going to be good, just as though we've been on this phone for an hour and damn near 20 minutes, so it's always good. Always good. Always good. Always good. All right, brothers, peace and blessings to you. Peace and love. dot me and you, of course, we'll definitely be seeing each other. Um, Farrah, are you going to Devin's um, thing on Sunday or what? I want to go to Devin's party, but I have two problems. How the fuck do I get back to work in time? Are you going? 
I don't know. Like, my thing is that, like, it was, like, it's a fucking Sunday. It's late, too. I'm like, why would why would you have it then? Like, that's just that's just my thing. Wait, why would you Sunday have it? Sunday night? I thought it was Saturday night. I think it's Sunday night, dude. I'm hoping it's Saturday night. But as you said, like, how would you I begin? I definitely put it on my calendar as Saturday night. But, like, yeah. see, if it's Saturday night.